Welcome back to the GBC podcast. My name is Sean and I'm your host. Today we've got Flight 785 and we also have right. Reaper Vic or Darren here as well. And we're going to get into this. This is the relaunch of the GBC podcast. So a few changes that we've made. Um, this channel is going to be strictly dedicated to the GBC. For all the automotive vlogs, I will leave the link to the new channel down below in the description. It is SJ's Rides. That's where we do be doing strictly automotive vlogs. Here's going to be the podcast. So just before we get started, this podcast is sponsored by Gentlemen's Driving Club, the number one rated car club for car enthusiasts. If you guys would like to get a seven-day free trial and see exactly what Gentlemen's Driving Club is about, go down below in the description. There will be a link for that there. Or go to gdc7dayfreetrial.com. Now, all right, what are we going to be talking about today, gentlemen? We are going to be talking about the C8 Corvette, controversy over the Supra, the Blazer remake, um, hate in the car community, the Ford SUV. We think they're trying to be like Tesla these days and uh, much, much more. So first, we're going to talk about the Supra controversy. What exactly is going on with this car? Um, so with the Supra, I'm going to go ahead and read an article that I saw to give you guys a little bit of a background. <laughs> yeah, right. it, it, it's going to get, what do we got? It's going to get a little ugly here, okay? Here All come right. the comments. <laughs> so, <laughs> the new Toyota VR Supra has been mirrored in controversy since its introduction last year. Everything from its BMW engine to its admittedly questionable styling choices has come under attack from automobile enthusiasts. So they have just announced a 2021 model. Okay. And obviously this right. is getting just as much hate as the one before, but guys, I got to tell you, I'm not understanding exactly where the hate is coming from. You can go further in the article and you read all the statistics and everything. And I will, but we're looking at a vehicle that's just under 3,400 pounds. My Corvette C6 was just under 3,400 pounds. I can tell you it was very light. It's coming in with 335 horsepower, 365 foot-pounds of torque, goes over 150 miles per hour, and at a price tag of just below 50K. That's not bad for a Supra. I mean, that's not bad for a Toyota-built supercar. Um, I think where a lot of the issue comes and they're bumping up for 2021 just so you know guys they're bumping up to 382 and 365 foot pounds of torque going zero to 60 in 4.1 seconds uh was last year's now it'll be going zero to 60 and 3.9 now just my overall okay. opinion on the vehicle um i understand it's got a bmw engine i understand that it's not 100 toyota i understand that it's much different from older supras but I have to tell you, I saw one driving down the road the other day here in Houston. It was lime green. It had a, I believe it was a Rocket Buddy body kit on it. Uh, the green, lime green wrap. I mean, it blew me away. It looked amazing. The head, the LED headlights looked awesome. So for me, I'm a fan. Would I buy one for 50K? Probably not. But I like the vehicle. What do you think, Derek? I can understand the hate on it. Um... I mean, I've I've been watching a lot of views. There's a Toyota dealer not far from here. I've I've gotten to sit in one. Uh, they wouldn't let me drive it, but uh, I guess because I wasn't going to be a buyer, they wouldn't let me drive it. But I got to sit in it. Uh, I've seen a few on the road. Um, getting a lot of like wind noise in the headset, though. You're sounding good on our end. Okay. Um, I get that it's a Beamer motor. It's out of the Z4. Uh, the interior is very much Beamer-inspired. Um, I don't know the reasoning why Toyota decided to just, okay, well, let's you know talk to another manufacturer, uh, kind of take their platform and ma remake our you know, legendary car. Um, I mean, a lot of factors go into that. Um, but from a consumer standpoint, I'm happy they finally brought back the Supra. We haven't had one since what 98 i was four at the time when that super came out it's nice to finally see a new one um multiple reviews on one there's tons of body kits out there they look great they can sound good with decent exhaust i'm a fan um would i buy one for 50k uh, that seems a yeah. bit high 
uh, you know, for not for not even 400 horse. 50k seems like a lot. Well, I mean, another car we're going to talk about at that same price point is making almost 500. Uh, you know, and it's I don't know about that price, but I really like the car. I'm going to defend what you just said here in a moment, but I want to get Fly 785's opinion on this first. Well, here's the deal. I have not seen one in person. Okay, so I'm the I'm the OG of the crew, I guess. I haven't seen one in person, but 2020, it's got 335 horsepower. It's got a, a six-cylinder engine. I'm not buying it, okay? I'm not <laughs> buying it. It, it, it costs 50K. I'm not buying, I'm not spending 50K for that vehicle. Not at all. Not at all. Not enough car and not enough horsepower for 50K. Okay. One thing I will say, Darren, to your point about going to another manufacturer as far as building it, I don't understand that part because Toyota still is active in making race cars in various different racing scenes and circuits. So I'm not sure why they had to go to BMW for something when they do make race cars already. So I'm not exactly sure on why they did it. Obviously, I'm sure it had to do with something to do with money buying an already built platform rather than doing it yourself. I don't know. Um, but the 2021 is coming with 382 horsepower. So you're just shy of 400. And these cars are turbo cars, are they not? Yeah. Okay. They are turbo cars. So what you have to understand is 382 and 365 in a turbo car, you slap a tune on that sucker and you're well over 400 in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. Easy. So, I mean, now we start to kind of justify the price tag, do we not? No, you don't. E85 tune, no. different exhaust, oh, intake, done. If you've got but then you're just putting more money into it, right? Well, yeah, absolutely. Aren't you just putting more money into it? Yes, but... Hashtag race car, bro. But this is, this is a <laughs> car enthusiast car. This isn't um, Grandpa. Grandpa's not going to buy a Supra, put it in the garage, and never modify right. Like this is a car built for people who like to tune and modify their vehicles. So, so let me ask you this then: You spend fifty k for a vehicle, okay? How much money are you going to put in in all the uh, all the accessories to make it faster? How much money are you? Uh, put in? I, I mean, How much? Money? I'll be honest with you. Like right now, I, I've already kind of pegged my next vehicle as a right. C seven Z six. And the Z06 is supercharged V8 engine with 655 horsepower uh, from the factory. Gorgeous car. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Beautiful. But I can already, Gorgeous car. I can already tell you, though, I I can my wish list has another 20K in mods on it because I'd love to get that, oh, thing. Love to get that <laughs> thing to like 50 horsepower. But, but – so but we're talking about the Toyota. Right, right. So. But, but I bring that up. I bring that up because – the market right now to get a C7 Z06, you're going to spend between 60 and 65k to get that vehicle. Now it's a lot more horsepower. Right. It's a lot more horsepower, 655 horsepower, but you're also looking at a price tag of 15 grand more. Right. For 15k right. with a Supra, I mean, Darren, you would know better than I on the mechanics of this, but what could you do with 15? thousand dollars in that supra the new supra fifth okay so 15k on stock on top of 335 no, no, uh, a lot of that's going to vary in how much you're going to want to torque you know with okay so we're going 2021 then 382 so yeah. the new one okay so 382 so 382 15k okay so we can throw an exhaust on a full exhaust so it's you know not quiet and timid from the factory uh we could definitely up the tune put an e85 on it we could give it a little more boost they if with 15k honest i could probably upgrade the whole turbo in this in the car um honestly i think the new supros are going to be hitting the 500 easy within six months of people buying them out of the factory you know 500 with with a lighter car like that it's gonna feel like six, seven hundred horse, you know, and it's. I think I think they're gonna have a lot of fun on these these cars with the tracks, you know. I mean, Toyota Toyota has their Camrys in in NASCAR for God's sakes. I mean, I think the Supras are gonna are gonna surprise some people. Okay, no. question for you then. Car, I think you know, respect 
right. respect what's so if you, you know, got $65,000 in a duffel bag right in your bedroom, are you going down to the Toyota dealership to spend 50K on it? Yes or no? No further questions. Right now? No. No, I'm just saying. No, I've got a project car ready at home. Man. Are you going to buy? Are you going to put the computer <laughs> on the vehicle? Hey, but, but see, if right. I had that amount of money okay. and didn't okay. give a damn, all I'd right, do it. all right, Sean. I think I do it. I think for the right person, for the right audience, I do it. That car has a place, and I think, and I'm honestly, the reason the 50k price tag is able to be there is because of the history of the vehicle. Point blank, period. Without the history of the Supra. That's a right. $38,000 car. I think 30, $35,000 to $38,000 car without the history of the 35. Supra. But with the history of the Supra, you got the tax. You got, you got the right. Supra. They tax. know they have it's a market. They have a following. They exactly. know they can command that well, price. The so they're going to, so. you know, I mean, hell, I've, just for shits and giggles. Just for shits and giggles, you know, if you look up to buy a Mark IV Super right now, they're getting close to that 50K really? range with nothing done to the car. Oh, gosh. From a, right. For a yeah. yeah. Well, because it's a rare car. They haven't introduced one since then to now. And all the popularity of the car has gotten in movies and video games. And, you know, they've got a cult following, Definitely. if you will, yeah. to that car. It has a well, we're running into the end of time for this topic, but Flight 785, your final thoughts. If you had a duffel bag with 65K in it, are you buying the Supra? You know I'm not buying that. <laughs> I'm not buying that. Well, you certainly won't be buying a uh, 2024 Camaro. <sighs> Let me tell you something. I'm I'm 220 pounds. I'm not I'm not squeezing no. into a, <laughs> a Supra. All right. That's not gonna happen. I, I will I will attest to that one. I'm sad <laughs> one not for the bigger consumer. There you go. Um, there you go. <laughs> it's a, it's actually it and it's a, it's actually a shorter car um, than you think. Uh, Supercar Blondie did a review and she's about my height and she's touching the steering wheel oh, with her wow. knees. You know, so, hey, well, <laughs> not a, a not a tall person. All right, moving, All moving right. right along. Moving right along. You go for it. I, 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 I'll, I'll support you, bud. So we're discussing now the notion <laughs> that there will be no more Camaro. So let me give you guys an overview on this topic before we dive in, okay? So no, Chevy's no. been talking about this for quite a while. They've been They're talking about getting rid of the Chevy Camaro. And when I dug a little bit deeper to find out why exactly, it was simply a money decision. And, you know, I get that. You're a company. You got to make money. If something's not making money for you, then you got to get rid of it. You know, I own a company myself. And when stuff isn't working, I got to chop it, no matter how much I like it. However, right. in this environment, is Chevy really going to let Ford win the mid-price the mid range sports car war? You know, is that really what we've come down to? I want to get Fly785's opinion on this because, um, you know, I've always been a big Ford guy, um, even though I have owned a Corvette before. I've owned many Mustangs. But Fly785's always been a Chevy guy, so I really want to get his feedback. And he also is in the market for a Camaro. So what do you think on this topic? So here's the deal, right? Chevy's talking all this yakety-yak GM about getting rid of the Camaro. That's the wrong answer. And this is the reason why I tell you. There's always going to be Chevy guys. There's always going to be Ford guys. Chevy goes ahead and gets rid of the Camaro. What's the Chevy guys going to drive? You know, you know, the Camaro, poor man's Corvette, okay, depending on how much, how much money you have. You may not have enough money to get into a Corvette, but you will have enough money to get into a Camaro. So I'm thinking – I don't think it's a good move at all. Besides, there's like, I know the Ford people, you know, the, everybody's got a Mustang. You you go driving out on the street, everybody's got a Mustang. You don't see a lot of Camaros because they stopped making them for a minute. So I don't think it's a good plan. I don't think it's a good play. 
and I need to get my Camaro pretty soon just in case <laughs> Chevrolet decides to change their mind because I need one. Absolutely. What say you? So be before you go, Darren, I have to preface your response to the audience <laughs> and to Flight 785 that Darren is a Ford fanboy, so he's absolutely no, oh, no, he's chomping at the bit for this topic. Oh he's no, chomping okay. at the bit. He wants to see Ford win this war. <laughs> okay, I didn't know it was that serious. Uh oh, we lost. No, we lost him. See, oh, was, we lost him. He was so passionate about it, he accidentally exited out. <laughs> he, 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 we lost him. We lost he'll, him, he'll, but that's all right. He'll pop back in here. He'll pop back. He'll, he'll pop. What's what is your take on uh, on Chevrolet and the Camaro? What's your take? Uh, okay. Yeah. So I mean, I believe that in business, you have to do things. Some. There he is. There he is. He's back. Oh, hey, we already moved on to the next topic. Man. <laughs> We're already on the next topic, my friend. Yeah, I had I had a, a computer. Yeah, we already, we already I'm moved on. Go ahead, Darren. I'm back. We agreed that Ford oh, should get I, rid of the Mustang. I, I, I'm not a fan and of Chevrolet that. should keep the Camaro. Yeah. That was the consensus. <laughs> so we're moving on. Oh. Oh, that's just that's 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 just okay, harsh, okay, man. So what's the Mustang was the first American muscle car? Get out of here with that. Um uh -oh. <laughs> I'm a little hurt, Sean. I wouldn't say I'm a Ford fanboy. I mean, I do, I do own a, I do drive a cop car. I get that. You know, I like Mustangs, and uh, I'm, I'm impartial to the new GT. You know, I like Fords, but I, I wouldn't say you I'm biased. Uh, you know, <laughs> no. I, I mean, I love Camaros. I like. I, yes, I do. It's an 03. That's that's my baby. Um, working on building that. But um, no, I like Camaros. Um, I understand why they they're not gonna, you know, have talk of discontinuing it for a money move. Uh, I read an article uh, yesterday. I'll pull it up here. It's um, discontinuation is likely due to uh, reconstructing the company, trying to do free make up some free cash flow for long term projects like automated driving and implementation of electronic vehicles, um, which other major automakers are already doing. Um, and with with Ford with the, the hybrid Mustang talk now and you know um, but I it does hurt a little bit to see the the direct competitor to the Mustang have talk of well we're not gonna do this now you know um, they did this in the past back in the early 2000s and we didn't have a Camaro for what was it uh, like like a, a 10 year period 10 to 12 year period we didn't have a Camaro and it and like that, you know. And uh, if if this is what they're doing, I mean, who who's to say right. how long they're gonna not make a Camaro? You know, um, I get it from a from a company standpoint to free up cash flow, but I think they're gonna lose a lot of uh, a lot of fan base and you know have people that love the Camaros that have been following them for years. Um, I'm sad if, if the car does go, but I think that would clear up. I think that's going to clear for, for Ford and, and Dodge to just go nuts. I mean, not that they're not already going nuts with the new Shelby and right. all the new Hellcats are pushing 800 from the factory. Um, but I, so I'm definitely sad I'm to see the Camaro go. On two different angles. And maybe sad. you guys can help me understand this. In one facet, I see that in business, sometimes you have to spend money on things you don't want to spend money on. Sometimes there are decisions that need to be made and you just have to have this option, even though it doesn't make you money, just to be competitive with everyone out there in the market. And so when I look at Chevy and when I look at Ford and when I look at the market, the only car that really competes with the Mustang is the Camaro. And I say that and I leave Dodge out of this because if you're thinking about getting a GT Mustang or a SS Camaro, you're probably not in the price range of a Hellcat. And most right. people aren't thinking Charger RT. Most people, I'm not saying all people, most people aren't thinking Charger RT. They're either thinking SS Camaro or they're thinking Mustang GT. If they're going to go Dodge, they want to get a Hellcat, right? A whole different caliber. So 
Chevy, I think, needs to just put the money up and have that option just to compete, just to be competitive. Otherwise, they're going to lose brand. They're going to lose market share. And that's really what it comes down to in a business right. perspective. They're going to lose market share. Now, the other question is this, which we're going to get into this next topic very, very shortly after I conclude this. But we're going to be talking about Ford's Mustang SUV. And here's my question. If Chevy stops producing the Camaro, Ford already got a Mustang SUV in place. Does Ford stop producing the Mustang and move all of their energy to the Mustang SUV? Because now they don't have to compete with anyone on the other side. I don't think that'll ever happen. It's possible. Well, it is possible, but... You, I mean, you can go into, you can go in. I don't think that'll happen solely. I think it's possible, but I don't think they're going to pull. Truth be, just not make. Yeah. I mean, I heard truth be told that uh, next meet that Hector is going to be running three Honda Civics with spoon engines. (laughs) On top of that, he just rolled into Harry's and ordered T66 turbos with NOS and Mototech system exhaust. So, I mean, anything could happen. (laughs) I mean, truth be told, I'm just saying. Well, you you froze on us for a second, Darren. Did you catch that? Uh, he's over. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, truth be told, that that stuff happens. But well, I'm just saying, just just an observation, just from a purely mindset. Give me check to something that was on that is lagging. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, go ahead and say something. Oh, he's out. He'll pop back yeah, in. He, he, he popped, yeah, he popped out. Yeah, I don't think Ford's going to get rid of the Mustang. I think it's it's way too popular. Uh, Ford people will revolt. There will be there will be smoke in the city. Yeah. If Ford decides, people will actually go down to Michigan and burn that plant to the ground <laughs> if they say that they're going to get rid of the Mustang. That's 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 real talk. Yeah. Okay. See, but where where is the pride for the Camaro like that? Well, I well Camaro hasn't been around as long, and you know you still got enough Chevy people that are down with the Camaro. But um, I I don't know I don't know what GM is doing. To tell you the truth, I really don't. But they better figure that shit out. I'll tell you that much. They're, they're because not. if they do say they they're going to get rid of the Camaro, they're you're going to have a ton of people pissed off. Yeah, and a ton of people that are going to leave GM and not come back to GM, right? Because which means they're not going to buy they're not going to buy Silverados, yeah, right? They're not going to buy Chevy trucks. They're not going to buy you know Suburbans. They're not going to buy you know anything that Chevy's Tahoes. Yeah. Be like screw that. Well, it's you know of, you guys screwed me. It's kind of like fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, <laughs> I'm the idiot, right? Like if you, yeah, if, yeah, you take well, Camaro, if you take the Camaro away twice, then I'm just a fool for staying with you. Exactly. You're exactly right. So I, I don't know. It was, So now this is just rumors that the Camaro is going away, correct? Yeah, I mean, they, they or, or what? I don't think it's been 100% so far. But so far. from what we've seen, 2023 is going to be the last year, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Well, yeah, we'll see what that's happens. what I was reading too. Darren, you back with us? Yeah, I um, my my brother had his Xbox on the other room, so I turned that off. I think we're okay now. Oh, he was eating up all he was eating up all the bandwidth. That's what he was doing. Yeah, the band the bandwidth. He was kicking me off, and I'm like, no, stop. All right, so, yeah, I, no, I got it. We're I got gonna it segue into the next topic, which is hold on. Hold on. Sean, Sean, Sean was saying Sean was saying that um, with Chevrolet, if they do decide to get rid of the Camaro, that um, you know it wouldn't be a good look for Chevrolet, and I and I agreed. I said that um, you know people are just going to stop buying Chevrolet, 
I would assume that they'd be like, okay, you're going to get rid of the Camaro. Yeah, you know, I got that part. Get rid of the... Yeah. So he was saying, you know, you know, fool me once, you know, shame on me, fool me twice, shame on you, you know. Or as George Bush says, fool me once, shame on, uh, 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 yeah. Shame on you, fool me twice. You can't get fooled again. But anyway, move it on. W. Bush. So, right. I think it'll be interesting to see what they do. You know, just the it definitely be interesting. We'll see what happens. We'll find out. There'll be a lot more Mustang drivers if it happens. Oh, we lost them. So, Ford's Mustang SUV. When I saw this thing, um. I thought it looked really cool, but I was very disappointed um, in the presentation of it. Meaning, I thought the vehicle looked very cool, and I really thought the capabilities of the vehicle were awesome. The performance numbers are phenomenal. The fuel efficiency is phenomenal. The look of the Mustang SUV is awesome, okay? However, mm -hmm. the problem is this get rid of the mustang name on the suv call it something else anything else. right see right. one thing that bothers me is when fully agree try to take fully the clout of a specific model name and attach it to another vehicle just to boost its sales and that right. that, that to me is you're going to dilute the mustang brand um I pray that we don't get to a point where if I have a Mustang and I say, oh, yeah, I have a Mustang. Somebody doesn't ask me, oh, is it a GT or is it the SUV? That would be tragic, right? So now are they doing the SUV? Are they doing the SUV? Um, I know they're doing it. That's some hilarious. Electric. Are yeah, they actually electric. using gas engines also? No, no, no. It's, it's, all it's, all, it's specifically it's electric. electric. So now I don't have an issue with them making the vehicle. You know, Porsche has performance SUVs. Tesla has mm -hmm. performance SUVs. All these companies are coming out with them. Um, so I have no issue with it. It's just don't take the iconic name of the Mustang and slap it on that. What's the... Fully agree there. I was very disappointed when they did that. But um, as far as it performing from an electric standpoint, from what it is. Uh, if y'all follow Ken Block, he has a 1,400 horsepower, all electric Mustang SUV drift vehicle. And I'm like, okay, do it. Let's see what it does, you know? But I don't support the fact that it's sharing the Mustang name on something that looks- And it's $60,000. Off the wall. It starts it's not a Mustang, 60K. you know? Once again, are you paying 60K? Because, you know, I'm close to a dollar, okay? So yep. I'm looking at the price. Are you paying 60K? No. Because I know of a guy that he says price is no object to get the, the Elon Musk truck, the cyber truck. Oh, man. I'm going to veer off for a second. I know a guy. I'm not going to name any names, but price is no object. Oh, boy. He will back the Brinks truck up to Tesla to get an Elon Musk truck. Now, my question for you, are you paying 60K for this Mustang E? I'm going to let Darren or whatever I'm holding it. Darren, what you got? No. Definitely not. And definitely not. And as far as the go. Cybertruck, it looks like a Warthog from Halo. I'm sorry. Definitely not. Definitely not. No, I could. There, there are tons of vehicles or other more important things I could definitely spend 60K yeah. on than a. Mach okay, so check this out. Electric. You said the price is starting at $60. Right? I'm not doing it. No. Right. All right. So follow me here, okay? $60,000 for the yeah. Ford all-electric SUV. Now, I'm pulling up what the equivalent would be for Tesla, which would be the 2020 Tesla Model Y. The vehicles in size practically identical, okay? This is Model Y, you said? Yes, the Model Y. It's basically, okay. you know, the equivalent for Tesla as that would be for Ford. It's going for $53,000, so just $7,000 shy. So if people are buying the Model Y for 53, it's not hard to believe that people would buy the Ford SUV 
for 60 when it's number one it's got the clout with the mustang name it's got the long living long-standing brand of ford and it's got consumer trust already ford's been around for so long they have so many diehards for ford to get 60k out of that vehicle is not going to be that difficult for them when the competitor is charging 53,000. You know, however, I will say one thing, the people who are in the market for this vehicle, like for me personally, if I was going to buy either the Model 3 or this Mach-E, I'm buying the Model 3 because I'm more of a technology guy, I'm more of an innovation guy, I'm more of a creative guy. I'm an Elon Musk fan because of his, you know, his innovation and it just it screams more tech. You know, it screams more tech guy. Right, rather than oh, I've got a Ford Mach-E. So I will say, like for a guy like me, I'd go with the Tesla Model Y. But if you've got someone who wants a fully electric vehicle who's a diehard fanboy, <coughs> then he might go. He might go for the Mach-E, right? Uh huh. I can see it for sure. I can see it. Right. I could see it. Yeah, if I were in the market for that, that type of vehicle, worth, that car I could see it for listen, sure. That car hasn't worked 60 grand with 60 grand cash money in the trunk. Has anyone, has anyone even seen the, the uh, performance on the vehicle, though? <laughs> oh, and Darren, it does look like a Mustang. It looks exactly like an SUV. I'm looking at the taillights right now. The taillights are taken straight from an S550. <laughs> Uh, them tail yeah, lights, that's it's a Mustang like tail with like a Ford Edge. I, I'm being how, how many people? How many people does it seat? How many people does it seat? Yeah, I'm trying to pull it up. The front end, maybe five, maybe probably five. Uh, Let's see. I think it's got a third row seating. Now, I, I do have to apologize to you guys because I'm definitely being devil's advocate. Yeah, probably about five. I, I, I can't see. I, that I don't know. I don't know what's come. I don't know what's come over me today. But I'm definitely being devil's advocate for <laughs> all these car manufacturers today. <laughs> Although, I, hey, I was hard on Chevy, though. I was hard on Chevy. Of course. Uh-huh, for sure. Um, he was hard on Chevy. Yeah, the Tesla's. Very hard on Chevy. The Mach-E is going to produce 255 horsepower, 417 foot-pounds of torque. Mm. Um, the Tesla's killing it. The Tesla's going to have 436 horsepower. And yeah, I mean, so well, I'll give you this. So the Tesla is going to have it's going to have a hundred plus horsepower on the Ford, but torque numbers, the Ford's going to have about forty to fifty pounds of torque more. But the horsepower Tesla's killing it. Sean, so apparently. Ford will offer a GT version yeah. of the Mach E yeah. that starts at sixty thousand right. five hundred, late summer of next year. A GT version. Oh shit! Well, that'll that. Uh, and it's almost four hundred and sixty horse. It is. There so, actually, you know what? It I says think there, there's, there's another option for the Model there. Three with the dual motor performance. That has the Tesla up at 450 and 470 foot pounds of torque, respectively. So you're right. That's a direct competitor. The, Mo the Model Y, the Model Y, and the Mach E I think are direct competitors. Their, their statistics and performance are just neck and neck. So you have to know. You, yeah. I mean, you have to know that. When Ford was developing this, this vehicle, called. they knew exactly what their competition was, and they're competing, which I give them credit for. I don't see Chevy coming out with anything comparable. That that, that was my oh. thought. I just so wait a minute, wait. So we touched on the them race. getting rid of the Camaro. Who's to say that they're, they're not late. doing this as a strategic they're move for being a third A with Ford and Tesla on the same playing field? Right. Right. But the Mach-E, the 469 horses next year, who's to say they're right. not going to come up with a Camaro if SUV on the same playing field they're not gonna sell four next more year? Yeah, so somebody needs to clear that sales department and hire all the people. Okay? The sales people at Chevy, 
they need to be filing for unemployment right now. And there is no way they're selling Ford or Camaro. That's true. You really don't know. You really don't know. It's just a thought. Who I, who knows what they'll do? I'm, I'm well, just throwing that out there, man. Hey, at least a good laugh out of them. I think that'd be hilarious. Oh, hey. oh, <laughs> oh man. Hey, here's a funnier yeah, thought. Did, did Dodge come out with a challenger SUV? The, uh, the <laughs> Get rid of the director. Uh, what's it called? Track off? All, all electric. Oh, yeah. Power. Oh, yeah. What's the name? Uh, what's the name's got one? Definitely not an electric yeah. vehicle, though. <laughs> the, lay, uh, the one that's down with mod effects. Yeah. Blue. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. That ain't me. Yeah, right. Well, it ain't, it ain't me. I don't have one. To, I'd be driving uh, it right now. My beloved Cybertruck. I think we're going <laughs> to save that for next week's podcast. And we're going to move on to the next topic, which is the Blazer remake, the Chevy Blazer remake. So we're going back to Chevy again. But that's, that's fine be, with me. I will be honest. I don't know anything yeah. about the Blazer remake. So, Darren, I need you to educate us on what's going on with the Blazer and um, what the controversy of it is. Okay. All right. So I touched up on this some more today. Um, I got off work and I was just reading some reviews, watched some YouTube videos on it. So the Blazer, um, their remake, I'm glad they finally brought it back. The last time we've seen a Blazer was the SS model. Um, still love those. They're awesome. Uh, the all-wheel drive, V8, love them. They sound amazing. Um, but we've not seen a Blazer in a consumer uh, platform since then at all. Um, so it's nice to see them bring it back. It definitely doesn't look what you right. think when you associate the word Blazer, much like Mustang Mach-E, Mustang into SUV. It looks kind of weird. Um, the new Blazer, honestly, it's on the same right. chassis as uh, the new – there's a Cadillac SUV that's out. And Lightly. then um, it, it kind of looks like a Nissan Murano-ish feel um it is in the 300 horsepower range they also offer a four-cylinder model uh that's much better on gas the cool thing that i saw that i didn't know i found out today um was that the new blazer from the factory they offer an all-wheel drive system um that has an active monitor for body uh body roll so if you're like uh taking a corner tight say on you know this side of the vehicle it has an active dampener, like a, a magnetic dampener, that will resist body roll in the vehicle. Um, so that was pretty cool. I'm I'm not a fan of the car as a whole from what the Blazer has been known to be, but uh, there's definitely a market for it. You know, I, soccer moms out there that yeah, want a little I mean, more power. I know. So I don't know much uh, about it. I did see nice it too. on a dealership driving by. And uh, I will admit the black on black ones, they look nice. They look nice. They're they're only coming in at $28,800. So honestly, I mean, for the price, I'm not really hating on it. It looks it looks like a cool vehicle. Right. Just uh, is it my type of deal? No, not really. I'm not a soccer mom. But um, it looks nice. Yeah. That's probably for just a little four-cylinder, twenty eight grand. if it's coming in at probably. $28,000. Hey, let me. Uh, I'm assuming. It's let me. It's let me shed some light, if you will. Two liter, two, <laughs> two and a half liter. That uh, I, I. The four cylinder is a smaller motor, um. So, but the four it's a two liter four cylinder, is but it's 21, 21 miles to the gallon city, the the six cylinder is a three point six liter. Uh, don't think they're turbo. They gotta be in there. Um, let's see. So yeah, the, the six cylinder is the RS Ooh. model. That's right. The RS model starts at forty thousand five hundred. Yeah. No. And it's three hundred and ten horse. It's definitely not turbo. Four cylinder. No. And some lady in a, a Prius is gonna blow your doors off when you get up there to the. Uh, to the line, anybody, <laughs> or a Mach-E, sure. or get blown yeah. by, or get blown by Mustang Mach-E. 
She's absolutely right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, these, these electric vehicles are going to be an issue. In instant torque. The instant torque, you can, it's very scary. And you could take it's an electric scary. vehicle with it's an scary. instant torque that's making 500 horsepower, and it'll smack something making 800 easily. Because in a day, in a day, because that that torque I've seen it is in person. It's, it's very disappointing. You yeah. think you got a Hellcat and you're gonna just stomp one of these electric vehicles? You got now. another thing coming. I mean, even like I said, even with a 300, 400 horsepower advantage, I mean these things Not they grip. There's no there's there's no um, wheel spin at all, and they just, and they just take off. <laughs> It's crazy. All-wheel drive, instant torque. Um, the Sean, Sean, the last time we talked, I told you I went to Bradenton, and there's another Speedway, uh, Sunshine Speedway, excuse my lisp, uh, here in St. Pete Clearwater. There yeah. was, on both different different occasions at the track, there was a Tesla P80D um, bone stock, and apparently uh, they have released what's called ludicrous mode. Um, and it, it is ex it is exactly that ludicrous. You can it, and yeah. the center yeah, console really. is just a giant um Apple tablet. It's just massive. Yeah, and uh, you touch the button and it says, "Are you sure you want to use ludicrous mode?" And it says, oh, okay. "Okay." And it says, "Yes, It'll bring it on," like or that. "No, I want my mommy." <laughs> um, oh, but yeah, they they are mm -hmm. just. And you don't even hear it. It's just gone. You know, it, it's scary. You know, and to, to see what they're gonna do from that is is just wait till the roadster comes out. What I think I'm ready to see a track. You know, I am waiting on that. We've been we've been do, teased do with that for uh, over a year now, and it's still not out. So, in the meantime. In the meantime, oh, while you're looking that up, what you're really going you really to make me look. What do you think about this new electric power, the instant torque, and the ability to just smash cars with three, four hundred horsepower more? Well, I think it's all good until the next electrical storm comes around. <laughs> EMP, hey, you, EMP. You never know. Hey, you hey, never know. Fierce, okay, I don't trust it. Okay, I don't trust it. I saw Back to the Future when it came out in the theaters, okay? All right? You're dating yourself now. I don't care, okay? Okay, okay so Sean, so here's 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 the danger zone. And this is this is 2011 specs. I don't see anything new uh just yet. The 2011 Tesla oh, Roadster. That's serious. 0 to 60 in just under 2 seconds. Zero to a hundred in four point two. Oh, so you're zero to a hundred quicker than you can say, "Give me my new drawers in the back seat." You know, and it's two, and it's only two hundred eighty-eight horsepower from twenty eleven. I'm pulling up an article right now. You know, so it let me says, let me see oh, if there is too. this twenty this twenty twenty one is beautiful. It says it was it mostly is. down to how fast it was, though with. A claimed benchmark sprint time is, uh, to 60 of 2.1 seconds. That drops to 1.9 seconds for vehicles equipped with the optional cold gas thrusters. That just sounds futuristic. Cold gas thrusters. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's crazy. And it says it'll be the <laughs> super space mode engaged. Find it. It says the first production car ever to do the sprint in under oh, two seconds. Do you realize if you saw lights, if you saw police lights behind you, it would take you two seconds to say bye bye. <laughs> All right. It's like you're it's like you're it's like you have the, I mean, the amount of quickness. This thing it bike, says but the in base a model will start at two hundred thousand, but it won't be available for the get-go. The first thousand examples will be more expensive founder series model with a price tag of 250. It won't be a super limited series model, though the Tesla plans to manufacture 10,000 units per year. Bro, 250, 250, that's that's McLaren, that's McLaren price range, but this thing will hey. smack a McLaren hey, in a heartbeat. 
Hey, Sean, here's, here's a bit of a drop. Okay. 2011 was 110. 110, and that's 0 to 60 in two seconds of 2011. Yeah, but... With under 300 horse. Are you buying... You said a 2011, right? In a car that weighs like a Miata, and it's just... Okay. I'm 2011, it said I'm MSRP that. was 100. So the roads, so the 2021 has got to be Tesla Roadster horsepower. What are we looking at? If that was 288, right? We're looking at right. Yeah, that's, that's what I can see. I mean, the car is beautiful. 250K, my gosh. Now, obviously, we don't have time to to watch a video, but I am seeing a comparison video on YouTube. Maybe I'll have to look into that. Um, but I would have to assume that there is some advantages to getting the 2021 over a later model. There has to be if they're asking over 100 grand more. Sean? You ready? To, you ready to just be blown away? Like that's this is scary. I'm scared. So, 250 miles an hour top speed for the 2020 oh, Roadster. 250 an electric car, and it has a, a mile range of 620 miles. miles on a full charge. 250 miles per hour on a full charge. dollars. That's easy money. If you're looking at, I mean, honestly, if you're looking at a McLaren or a Lamborghini and you're looking at the Roadster, I mean, that's an easy decision. If you're just strictly talking about performance. Oh, done. 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 <laughs> we, might, we, we, might, we might have to look into this. There's nothing to look at, too. We might have to look into this. <laughs> well, the the two the two the two fifty price tag uh, is actually the, the extra fifty grand is a reservation, yeah. so it's two hundred k for the car. The extra fifty k is a reservation yeah. for when they come out, so that you're like the one of the you know first exclusive people to Man. get it. I mean, and the good thing about buying something like this is, although I know there will be people who modify them, just like all the other Teslas, there's people who modify them. I mean, if you want to go to Mexico and beat anything on the road, you don't have to do anything. You buy it straight from the factory. And right. I mean, you're, you're, you're hopping into Mexico and you're spanking the Hellcats, you're spanking the Corvettes, you're spanking everything. Yeah, but where's the fun in that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, think about, it, think about it. If you've beaten, if you know Here's you're faster than that. everybody, right? Yeah. Aren't you gonna get tired of just beating everybody? I mean, I mean, after a while, it's gonna get old because you're gonna be like, I mean, I, I, I there's nobody that can beat me unless you line me yeah. up against Tesla, right? No, because here's the deal: the people in this car, and we're gonna get into this, but the people in this car community are cocky motherfuckers. I mean, you're going to have guys who have spent, they yeah, buy and it, it, it gets out of hand, and they've spent another 60 into it. Right. And they're like, I've spent $150,000 of my hard earned money on this car. I could be right. anything. And they're going to line up next to you. They're going to put a grand down to race you. And then they're going to get smacked. Mm. Nope. No, no, I'm not. See with a Hellcat though, and I know you have one, and you love it, but it's still a tank. Okay, I thought you had. I know. I thought you had one. It's still a tank. That's the other thing. Is is the Roadster? You know, it's like racing. Uh, there, there's a Miata out there with a Hellcat motor. So, so picture, picture a Hellcat next to something that's you know. Yeah, and the thing that people supra size and it's instant. Gone. Don't take into consideration is the the grip. Like there's no wheel spin, right? Like traction is incredible. You you got a good launch. No, every time. no. Yeah, and that's without drag slick. So we're going to move on to the next topic. We got a little off 
topic. We already were supposed to be talking about Teslas, but you know, Sean and Sean fashion, we move into Tesla land. So um, I'm going to get one of these days, I'm telling you. Uh, The next topic is on the C8 Corvette. So just to give you guys a preface on this, I have seen four or five of them in person, and they are really cool. And I've seen some people modify them on YouTube, and they look really cool. Street Speed 717 did a twin turbo kit on it, I believe. And it, it looks awesome. Um, it looks great. They're fast. They sound already. I mean, they, they sound good. Nothing. To yeah, I mean, they sound good, but nothing crazy, I would say. It's an um, LS. For me, I'm still a C7 guy. I still like the C7s better. Let's see. I'm looking. I'm with um, you there. Definitely with I'm you looking, there. Looking starts at 60k after destination. Uh, the top trim, you're gonna drop yeah. nearly 72k. No, no, no. You're not paying. Nobody's buying one for 60. The going price. No. Okay. The base price but when they, they came out was just they over never sold 000. for that much because. All the dealers marked them up because Chevy stopped production. No. Production was halted, and then they stopped production. So these dealer markups were insane. And I've yep. looked online; I cannot find one for under one hundred two right now. Really, one hundred two is the floor for a for a, just a base model. No, no. one hundred two, not a penny Beast lower. They did a great marketing job because they had the whole press conference and everything like that. And they said, you're going to be able to get this awesome supercar-like performance for $60,000. I don't know of a single C8 Corvette owner who paid 60. Not a single one. Um, that, like the cheapest I think I've seen has been like 84, no. something like that. But right now, 102 is the going rate. I've seen one in person. It was um, a light blue, uh, and I got to talk to him for maybe five minutes Yeah. Uh, at a Wawa on Gandhi, which is right next to the McLaren dealer. Matter of fact. And uh, he paid 86 see. for his. And then uh, there there is a performance package on the C8, uh, they have a matter of fact, one I just offer, got a, I got a message on, uh, on Instagram today. This guy works at a dealership and they have this C8 right here. Beautiful package, beautiful spec, white, black racing stripes, black rims with the red brakes. See if there's another picture on here. The interior, the red interior that everyone loves. If, if I was going to spec out a C8, I would spec it out like this, the white with the black accents, beautiful. Right. He reached out to me on Instagram and said, hey, do you or any of your members, are any of your members interested in getting a C8 Corvette? The kid that was gonna buy it backed out last second. And I said, and I said, it's a beautiful car. What was he going to pay for it? And um, he sent me the sticker and the sticker price was at about $94,000. Mm. That's sticker. Hell no. Well, that's that simple. You just uh, print out Hell the press no. release where they said they were starting at 60K and bring it into your dealer. That ain't going to work. Show it to them. They just show it to them. It's so easy. See, see, see here's yeah. the thing, Sean. Yeah. Not, was it, was it 95, you said? Okay, so let's back up. Let's go buy the brand new super for fifty. And see, this is twenty k, and it spanked that C eight for ninety five k. I can finally see that the fifty dollars Supra is worth it. Let me let me tell you. Not so bad now, does it? No, no. Let me tell you the reason why I'm spending ninety four thousand for that Corvette. The reason why? Why is that? Because it's a Chevrolet. Okay, that's why. Yeah, yeah, there we go. <laughs> Man, boy. Love yeah, that's, you. That's, that's why. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, it's okay. It's all good fun. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Hey, hey, when that when that ninety five thousand hey, dollar you know Corvette gets so you can just go when, give it back when to the you, dealer. When you, okay. when you roll up when you roll up to the light, <laughs> are 
looking at that Supra the same way they're looking at the, that Corvette. Uh-huh. They are not. Uh-huh. Okay, okay. So you mean so yeah. okay, yeah. so so like if I if That's I were right. if I were walking down the street and I looked, I was right. looking at a which at a brand new C eight versus a brand new Supra. I'm gonna pull up. I'm gonna pull over. Oh, I'm gonna pull over both people, yeah, Richard Rollins style. Gonna I'm gonna look. talk to them about They're their cars. Right. And you know what? And you know what? Hey, I'll, hey, I'll, hey, I'll, I'll invite him to the track look, and I'll watch the Super you know walk away. With this him. is what it is. This is the real reason, Derek. The reason why <laughs> they need to charge forty thousand dollars more than what they advertise is because they gotta have a budget to come out with a Camaro SUV. Duh. Now the now the company's there fundraising. See, see there, I told that that's yeah. where that's where it is. I told you. Watch. They're fundraising from, from, from the inside. When I go to buy my C7 Corvette, no dealer's gonna sell me one. <laughs> is that right? Yeah, yeah. They're, well, they're, 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 gonna, they're gonna try to, to sell you on the. On the and they're gonna say, "Why don't you go to the Ford dealership?" <laughs> You're, no, you're gonna you're gonna go in there looking for looking for a C8 and come out with the dang <laughs> Chevrolet Blazer. That's right, four cylinder. Think about all the money you saved. Okay, guys, four minutes left in the podcast. We're, right, we're yeah. gonna go over this topic. We got to be fast and furious, no ranting. Okay, so Darren wanted to talk about the hate in the car community. So Darren, go. Okay, so we just touched on a little bit there. There's too many people that's biased. So, but what what I love to see is when I go to when I go to local car meets, and that there's such a variety of cars. You go to the track. You go to we have you know street meets on this. We put like 30, 40 cars just gather on the street, and we just talk to people. I don't care if you drive a Honda Civic or whatever, you know. But I, I can appreciate. Hey, you know, you went and bought something that you could afford, you know, and you figured that hey, this is cool to mod. I want to do something with this. And it's just, I love the, the people I've met in the car community, but it's just, I hate that there's too many people that are like brand biased, like, oh, this is the best. They, they win everything. Well, what else is out there? What do you, what else do you like? You know, why are you, why are you just loyal to one specific car or just one brand? There, there's so much options, so many variety out there. You know, I just, I love to see variety in, 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 intertwine instead of just you know oh well you drive this car you must be stupid like what's wrong with you and that and that that deters people from the community that deters people from you know what the what the car community really is and what it should be is you know bringing people together over a common passion not just well i like this and you're dumb if right. you don't like this right. so that's not that's not the right goal what do you there. say uh, I think he's exactly right. I think he's exactly right. I think that um, variety is good. And just to touch on that, if you buy your car and you have your car and you put whatever you want to put on your car, that's your prerogative. It's your money. Okay. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion. That's right. But when you start downing folks because of what they've done to their car, that's just, that doesn't help. That doesn't help things at all. It just pisses people off. You're not helping. You're hurting. Okay, so if I wanna if I wanna get a, a Mustang and 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 do whatever I want to do to it, that's what I want to do. It's my money. You're not paying for it, you know. That that's my take on it. Absolutely. Well, I've got about sixty seconds to wrap this up, so I'm gonna go ahead and do so. Uh, but for people who know my background, when I started GDC, I had a V6 Mustang, and it was kind of tough, even though it was brand new. It's 2016 brand new, uh, beautiful Ruby Red S550 Mustang. I still had a hard time getting respect from the V8 guys, even who were Mustang owners. They were like, oh, is it an EcoBoost, is it a V6? Like, oh, you know. And um, yeah. so when I started GDC, I promised that I would make it an all-inclusive club. So I know on our ads, you see the fancy cars, you see the Hellcats, you see the McLarens and stuff like that. But that uh, that's to grab attention, but as Darren will tell you, we have so many different vehicles in the club it's incredible i mean darren darren is on the podcast and he's got a crown bit i mean we've got guys in there with, with velocities we've got i mean like 
So like Dodge Dakotas, Miatas, Dodge Neons, crazy. And and it's all it's all a nice taste of variety. It's not just oh well I'm gonna throw an exhaust and an intake. No, like these people yeah. are hey. I like what I like. I'm going to no. build this shit out of it. We are it. just coming up you over know, the hour mark. The it's been an that. awesome relaunch of the podcast. So I want to thank both of you gentlemen for being on. Darren is going to be a long, uh, he, he's going to be a long standing podcast host on the show. Flight 785 is welcome anytime. Um, we may try to convince him to be a mainstay on the podcast. We'll see. Uh, but definitely leave your comments down below in the comment section and let us know what topics you want us to discuss next week. And we will see you then. We'll catch you guys later. All right. Be safe. Peace, guys.